Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. You know, when we started Two Jews and Two Black Jews Review the Movies last November, December, there were so many people who hit us and were like, this is a great idea. But there were some people who were like, you know what? Don't include the locks. Yeah. They're too old. It's too out of touch. Yeah. They're too yonkers, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. There were people who were like, you shouldn't have that name. Two Jews and two black dudes review the movies. Yeah, oh, I, my God. Well, it's going to piss people off. I should say, I'm saying, yeah, like, there were people who said that. Like, not oh, that I'm agreeing. Right. You're not saying that the locks shouldn't be in it and they're too yonkers. Or that they're too old and too out of touch. None of like, that. I, I'm not... I'm not the one saying Correct. that. Correct. You're all about the idea. You're in. Well, I mean, don't put words in my mouth, all but right. like, let's, people said it and I'm on board. Now you're on board. Now I'm on board. Okay. So along the way, people told us, you can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. Those same people mm -hmm. have returned to the table and they have Wait, said, hold on. I'm at the table right now. And they have said, I'm not the one who, it wasn't me. And they have said, <laughs> it feels like that it's a great idea and why'd you wait so long to do it? And now it seems like this is the greatest idea we've ever come up with. And you mm -hmm. know what? I'm on board with that. It is a great <laughs> idea. We're having the best time with the guys. And it's moments like the one I'm about to describe to you that really make this friendship like it's so real. Yeah, but so... Uh, alive hard to believe oh. it's, it's like it's like how did we even come to this point where jeff and i put together this book it's called rhyme book you guys should go check it out it's on amazon and barnes and noble and it's thereal.com it is a line notebook and so there's a lot of empty space in there but there's a lot of original it's the real material in there and it's for sale and it is for sale right now i mean it's on sale so we did a giveaway mm -hmm. for five people because we had five copies that we got from the publisher that we wanted to give away, signed by Styles, by Chic, by Jadakiss, and by one of our doormen. So we saw the guys the other night. We went to uh, just hang out with them, and we watched the first edit of this amazing documentary about their lives as the locks. And afterwards, we approached the guys and said, hey, one more thing before we go. We need you to sign these books. And without any hesitation, Jadakiss was the first one, and he dove right in, and he signed one book. I was like, okay, but, like, write something motivational. And so he started writing things like, keep pushing. I said he should write Have a Good Summer. He wrote Have a Good Summer, and he put a smiley face. He wrote Brush Three Times a Day. Loved it. Very motivational. And then Styles one-upped Jadakiss on all of them. So he would say when, uh, when Jada said brush three times a day styles said make sure you shit two times a day right it's it, listen keep pushing you know yeah <laughs> so you then went to leo our doorman one of our doormen who was on duty at the time and leo again didn't really know what was going on he, well did you like, tell him what was I going said, on i said hey like we're sending out these books and the locks who he doesn't know i said the locks signed them does he know that we wrote a book or do you think he thought, hey, these are some books. And let I me just to... sign. Yeah, whatever. What? Yeah. Leo just signs whatever I put in front of his no, face. All you right. Know, checks. Yep. Baseballs. Sure. Babies. Whatever. Yeah. Leo, Leo will Leo, sign it. Leo signs it all. He's like cash money. He right. signs anything. Yeah. He wrote Leo and then he was like, do I have to write anything else? And I said, well, write something nice. Like, you know, 
Keep Pushing. And so he wrote Keep Pushing on I all five it. notebooks. I love it. So shout out to the five people who we sent those books to. And shout out to everybody who has complained to us that the It's the Real Rough Rider collaboration t-shirts were only on sale at a limited location, Highline Ballroom, for our live Two Jews and Two Black Dudes show. Mm-hmm. And they wanted their opportunity to get one as well. And we acquiesced because... We're people pleasers. We are people pleasers. We please the people. It's thereal.com slash shop. Get yours now. This is an extremely limited run. Get yours before everyone else gets them. We already sent out a whole bunch on Saturday. We sent out a whole bunch this morning, which is Monday. Get yours before they run out. It's thereal.com slash shop. They are uh, the Rough Riders font on front saying it's the real just go to our website we it's, and on it's the no back fun when you have to explain it's the 1999 tour t-shirts in stencil and the the colorway no, this feels like this is almost like asmr where it's just like there's a um tour t-shirt and it feels it feels soft against your skin like you're just you're you're describing you went way you dove right in jeff to ASMR? Yes. I dove in and there was a no, no, splash no, but, of water. No, is but that's not what people want, right? People want like the Is it this is it the description of it? For ASMR? Yeah. It's the feel you're describing the feeling of it, right? Okay. Well, I was describing what it looked like. Yeah, but you're these people can't see it. Just go to our website. <laughs> go to our website and look at it for yourself because telling them that it's like a white t-shirt and it has this stuff on the back and this stuff on the front just look at it look at it well buy it is the point yeah but i mean don't, don't just ju- look at don't it. just look at it buy it buy it go to our website and buy it it's thrill.com slash shop and this is an official collaboration by the way this is something that we went to wa who runs rough riders it mm-hmm. is actually his family we went to them and we said hey we want to do this official collaboration with you. And he gave us his blessing after five emails. So we worked very hard for this. We worked hard to make them great quality. Mm-hmm. Trust me or buy one for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's thereal.com slash shop. Lean back or get lean back. There you go. Buy Jeff, a fucking t-shirt. Who's on the podcast today? Today on the podcast is Jay Park. Jay Park. Shout out to Jay Park. Shout out to Rock Nation. Shout out to our friend Law Parker. Shout out to Seattle. Shout out to South Korea. Well, that's the interesting part because did you know before he was on the podcast, before you met him, Mm -hmm. did you know he was born in Seattle that he then went over to Korea and joined a boy band over there? I had no idea about any of this before I met him. Well... Now you do. <laughs> now I know so much about him. From what I told you from the podcast. I I only learned about him just now when you told me about him, not when we did the podcast. Wow. When we did the podcast, I was tuning out the entire time. No, this is actually it's actually a really fun episode because it takes a lot of twists and turns that you don't expect. This is somebody who was, you know, on the highest levels of entertainment, found himself in the most regular job when that wave was over. Yep. And built a career from his bathroom. Jay Park was uh, a really funny 
a really dope, talented guy, and uh, and is is a dope, talented guy. Yeah, it didn't just end. But he was on the podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, he brought a whole bunch of his friends here, including Shout out to Ted, Ted Park. Park. Yeah. Ted Park, who fell asleep. That is correct. Shout out to Mikey Fresh. Shout out to Law Parker. Shout out to everybody who uh, knows. And shout out to everybody who's going to know him going forward, because this kid's a real star. Jeff, do you want to recommend three podcasts for people to listen to? I want to recommend episode number 18. Do you know what this is? No. What is it? Just Blaze and Phil Chang. All right. Great episode for anybody like us who did not know what Star Wars was all about and what we've been missing. So we invited our friends Just Blaze and Phil Chang up here to tell us the truth about what goes on in a galaxy far, far away. And at that time, too, we were... (laughs) We were trying to keep up with the food idea that we started at the very early end of the podcast, and so we got Dippin' Dots, which are? Uh, The ice cream of the future. Right. But then we found out that the galaxy that... um, Oh, because there was real thought put into all the food stuff. There was. You know, Gunplay had sea bass, et cetera, et cetera. But for this one... It didn't work because... It, it was in a galaxy far, far away, like, you yeah. know, millions of years ago or whatever. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? I don't know. I don't care about Star Wars. Anyway, episode Spoiler number... Spoiler alert. <laughs> episode number 52, Mike Posner. Shout out to Mike Posner, one of our favorite episodes. Talk about somebody who uh, had all the success and then... It wasn't like he threw it away. It's just like the industry shifted and and he wanted to do what he did and... You know, I think those make for the best stories when people succeed out of out of the depths that they find themselves in, regardless of of how they got there. And Mike Posner is just a, a wonderful soul, and he worked really hard to get to where he is, and worked really, really hard to get to where he is right now. So shout out to Mike Posner. We really enjoyed, by the way, his collaboration with Arab Music on Complex's Open Late a couple weeks ago. Episode number 115, David Cho. Shout out to our friend David Cho, who is now the creative director for Justin Timberlake. And at the time... We weren't allowed to say it. We weren't allowed to say it. So shout out to David, who is one of our most trusted friends, our most trusted associates. He is just a genius level thinker and uh, has the greatest heart. And uh, he's always there for us. And we appreciate the fact that he led us into his apartment to record this podcast. And I believe... He has done the only podcast where he came back after the outro mm-hmm. to talk then for uh, another half hour. Yeah, so it was like a hidden track. Enjoy that podcast, David Cho. Jeff, anything else before we get into this one? Yeah, I just want to quickly say that the guy who like sweeps our building, yeah, our porter, yeah. Uh, shout out to Seiko, yep. he was for an hour and a half today singing Neo songs in a falsetto, very loud. Oh, well, he sings all the time. Yeah. Today, this morning, I believe before you heard the Neo album. Well, it was like a concert. I heard him singing Safe and Sound, which was by the band... Oh, uh, Capital Cities? Capital Cities. Good memory. Capital Cities, Safe and Sound. Now it's going to be stuck in your head. Jeff, when do you want to get into this episode? Right after people leave a review and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, comment and all that on any service that you are on, we really appreciate it. And then, right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Freestyle Fry J, a.k.a. 106 and Park. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Dance Challenge, a.k.a. Being White. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that. What's up? What's good, y'all? This is Jay Park. Uh... 
That's all. <laughs> yeah, this is Waste Time, and it's the real. Jay, what's happening? So here's here's what the rumor was. The rumor was that you were performing at Best Buy Theater here in New York. Yes. And our guy, Law Parker, from Rock Nation, yes. was walking by and just wanted to check out what the scene was like. Saw it was sold out. Didn't yeah. quite know everything about you. Yeah. Saw the reaction of everyone in that room. Yeah. And was like, we got to bring this guy aboard. That's all correct, except for just one tiny fact. It wasn't, it wasn't you. Law Parker. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't Law Parker. Yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was Jason from Tidal. Just <laughs> one tiny fact. Just yeah. one tiny fact. Yeah. But yeah. you've been at Rock Nation. How's everyone treating you over there? Yeah, uh, very good. Very good. You know, definitely making me feel at home. Showing me a lot of love, a lot of support. Definitely appreciate that. And uh, yeah, I'm just kind of, I've been there for about a year now. Mm-hmm. And so it's like the first official project under Rock coming out. And I'm just excited to kind of like just keep it moving, keep it pushing, you know? Totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have a Rock Nation hat? I do. I have like 20 of them. Oh, you better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have like 20 of them. Yeah. No, I I wear a lot of the uh, the paper plane stuff like everywhere I go. So, as you should. Yeah, as I should. Yeah, that was part sure. of the contract, right? Uh, <laughs> maybe in the fine print. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the fine print. We saw you and got to listen to a bunch of this stuff. Okay, cool. From this oh. project. Project, South by Southwest. Down at South by Southwest. Okay. And it sounded dope. It sounded dope on those amazing speakers. Oh, definitely. At the time. Do you, do you know how to pronounce those speaker names? I don't. I thought you did. I, yeah. Do you? No. What? No. <laughs> how do you say it? DVLA. See, I, I had the hardest time. Because I, I I remember like it was how to spell it. Right. But mm-hmm. then I'll try to tell someone about it. And then I just look like a Well, jackass. you had to do the thing like at the actual event where you have to go up and be like, thank you to D- corporate sponsor. <laughs> yeah. DVLA. Yeah. Yeah. I still can't do it. You said that they were hopefully going to send you speakers. Yeah. Have they, they? They have not. But they were those speakers were dope. Then this very, is your chance dope. right now to yeah, go ahead please. and ask them. Yeah. Yeah. I'll learn how to say the name if you send me some speakers. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Reply to re, please reply to Charles Kwan, please, yeah. <laughs> and send some to Ted as well. So, <laughs> so where are you originally from? I'm originally from Seattle. Uh, grew up there about 17 years. Yeah, and then uh, so any siblings? Yeah, I have one little brother. Okay, little what's brother. the age difference? He's uh, two years younger than me. All right, so yeah. you guys grew up together. Yeah, we grew up together. And what was growing up in Seattle like? Uh, it was cool. I mean, we grew up a, a little bit like uh, north of Seattle, like in the suburbs. It was quiet. I just kind of like played basketball and, and uh, break danced in high school. Or yeah. b-boyed, still yep. b-boy. Yep. Uh, Is it break dance or broke dance? It's not broke dance. <laughs> okay. You don't you don't ever want to be broke. Well, I don't right know dancing. how good yeah. you are at dancing, so you yeah. know. Oh yeah, but you know, it's like you, you I, it's, they call it, b, uh, you know, people call it b-boying, yeah, break right. dancing, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, did that and then, you know, of course, uh, kind of like was didn't rap seriously, but I enjoyed to do it. Mm-hmm. But I never thought of taking it like you know as a career path or anything like that. So. You were what like, did you, what did you want to do? Uh, to be honest, I wanted to be like a professional b boy. Like uh, you know, like I kind of wanted to travel the world, like doing competitions and stuff like that. Whoa, yeah. was that possible? It, I mean. It was possible back then, but okay. I wasn't that good back then. So well, you were a broke uh, dancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Now I was. I was never a broke dancer. You know? <laughs> I break danced. I b boyed. Right. Never a broke dancer. No. But this is not like the '80s where like b boying was like everywhere. Yeah. No. But. Uh, but in Asia. Not. Not even in Asia though. You'd no, be surprised. We're talking about like, Seattle. We're, no, we're talking about worldwide though. Like uh, back then, you know, it wasn't with without you know the internet and stuff like that not being as developed that as it is now yeah uh you know there wasn't as many outlets and and uh, platforms but now it's like it's there's you know 
world competitions everywhere like yeah. every every month every week there's you know b-boys that make they're, they're sponsored by red bull or monster or dvla yeah DVLA. <laughs> yes exactly yeah. exactly exactly so now it's it's a huge thing so yeah. how early are you break dancing uh when i was about 16, 16 and 17. where do you go to find your battles um so basically yeah i mean seattle definitely has strong roots when it comes to you know um b-boying the b-boy culture hip-hop culture like they have a, i think they have a chapter of zulu nation over there it's mm-hmm. zulu uh like with you know with mass and monkeys and and uh, circle of fire like some of the crews uh yeah it was like the 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 b-boy culture definitely like flourished over there and then there's like a lot of practice spots like there's like the local ymcas and whatnot where you just kind of go to session and then, or you could just kind of do it in the hallways of, of school. Really? Yeah, Were you like sure. running up on people? No, no, it wasn't <laughs> like all you got served. Where all of a sudden, you just go to some random dude. And but there's battles as well where you know they they do do like ciphers and whatnot and do call people out. Like mm-hmm. if like if let's say like me and you are don't really like each other or I don't think you're as dope as me. Like and we're at the battle together. I might just call you out in a cipher, you know? Damn. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, follow-up question. Yeah. Do you not fuck with Eric? Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. If I f- might see if the, at a battle... Are you ready to, to battle in my house? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's like two feet of space right here, bro. <laughs> like, break our leg. <laughs> literally. So, I'm trying to think if you've brought more people or if the Migos brought more people. It's right up there. Yeah, leave really? A, yeah. Leave a comment. Yeah. If, if, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I could call a couple more people just to beat them. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good battle. Right? So, so growing up in Seattle, all right, it's rainy, right? Right? Rainy, yeah. Um, but wh- but summers are beautiful. Okay. The best summers. All right. Best summers. Um, the slut is the is the the slut. Uh, the public transportation, right? Okay. Yeah, I think so. I don't yeah. Know. It's is like it, yeah, it? that's real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The slut. <laughs> what else do we know? The, the Seahawks, the Mariners. Seahawks, Mariners. They supersonic. Supersonic. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft, Starbucks. Right. Mm-hmm. Boeing is there. I so think. were your yeah were your were your parents company people in a company town? So. My my father owned a travel agency in downtown Seattle. Yeah, um, uh, and then that did, it went out of business. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, that's that's about it. And my mom worked at the tra- travel agency with my dad. Mm-hmm. But then after it went out of business, then uh, my my mom started working for my uncle as like a as a dental assistant. I okay. guess because my uncle makes teeth. Like like what is it like false teeth? Yeah, like a. Yeah, going through high school, yeah. you're dancing. Yeah, and there is a real possibility that you could take this. Nah, probably not. Okay, I mean, just because I wasn't as I, I wasn't gifted like that, you know. So was there the thought then that you would go to college? Nah, just because I, I would go to community college. So my, of course, my parents want me to be like a, a, a lawyer or a doctor, or whatever. They but I wasn't getting good grades. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you know, just low key, I got like a one point two GPA one time. That's how, yeah. Oh, there's nothing low key about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just kind of like I didn't try really. Yeah, know? did you yeah. go to school? I, uh, I skipped a lot. Yeah, I skipped a lot. Uh, and then so yeah, and then uh, I was like, realistically, I was thinking maybe I'll like go to community college to get like a part time job or something. Maybe try to like transfer to university, or just kind of like get a part time job and and you know go to like b boy competitions. How do your parents find out that you have such a low GPA? I don't think that, I don't think I ever told him. I don't. I think I had, like hid the report card and like never told him <laughs> the entire time. The entire time. They and don't I, know. And to I was this just day? like, yeah, it just it's only one report card a year. That's, <laughs> I, I this I literally think I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Is your brother a good student? Nah, he got expelled. Oh. Oh. Well, so, <laughs> so that means that you're like the the golden child of the. Uh yeah right I mean technically not by, by I default mean, good, yeah yeah good thing it turned out well though good yeah, thing well, it turned yeah, out I'd well. say so yeah yeah, yeah. Ba- back then like if it would have just they were they would have probably just been like oh shit what do we do you know 
both these guys are just dumbasses. But, you know, <laughs> thank God it turned out well. Yeah. Were yeah. you were you getting into like anything else outside of school? Uh, no, just just literally just b-boying. Just yeah. b-boying. Um, and did you have a crew? I did. I, yeah, Art of Moment. Art, I still have the same crew. Mm-hmm. We still we still enter competitions. And are you still the best? No, no. I was never okay. the best. Oh. I was never the best. Uh, I'm still not the best. But... I could hold my own. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could. That's, what that's was your thing. like move of choice? Well, I, I used to do a lot of thread air chairs. Okay. Do, do you I know what that no is? Idea no, what that but is. I, I'm impressed by the name of it. Yeah. yeah thread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, like you would like uh, hold yourself up with like your one arm, and then you would like loop, like grab your toe with your other arm and loop one leg through. Okay, but oh, like, yeah. but but what's like the hard part that you so like so, <laughs> something like cool that you do? Yeah, that's I mean that's not cool enough. <laughs> no, I mean like just you know, calling you out. Is, I'm just saying like yeah. you know if you're gonna do basic moves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like all all the homies though. They all do like really like they all spin on their head and do a lot of spin moves and air air flares and flares and and all that gymnastic type. Did you thing. have matching uniforms? Or jackets or anything to sort of signify that you guys. Yeah, were. we d- we have before. We all we all made like a custom T-shirts or like tracksuits and stuff like that. That's before. dope. Yeah, yeah, for sure. See, that's hard when you yeah. walk like together and you're all like dressed no, for alike. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, it, and it, it gives you a sense of this crew pride and like, oh shit, like we about to we about to do this. That's yeah. like when I would wear all Abercrombie and then everybody <laughs> okay. thought that I worked there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were say and you walked with everyone else. Yeah, in that's the mall. what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're like, sir, sir, can you help me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, for sure. Did you graduate high school? I so so this is what happened. So uh, basically, I'm gonna say no. Is, is <laughs> yeah, the answer. You know, so, <laughs> so I graduated high school, but not in America. So I had I had I had one uh, one semester left. So th- this is uh, and this is the funny thing. So my I got horrible grades all throughout uh, fucking uh, high school. You can swear on this, right? Yeah. All throughout yeah. high school, and then my senior year, I was like, oh shit, I gotta get it together. And so <laughs> and so I I raised it up to like, so the first semester I raised it up to a two point eight. Mm. Yeah. So you had to do like considerably better to get it just to 2.8 right oh yeah for sure I yeah did, i did wait yeah so your teachers must have just been like where have you been yeah yeah for sure yeah i mean i don't think they cared that much about <laughs> right. me oh, well. but you know it's like i got a two point and then and then so my mom had knew that like i you know i dance and i like i rap for fun or whatever and so there's these auditions that that came in uh from korea like this company was holding auditions in america like nationwide auditions and so, just so happened, it was Seattle was one of them. Seattle was one of them. And then, so my mom read in like the Korean newspaper, like, "Oh, you know, these guys are holding auditions. Like, you should go do it." And I was like, "What is it?" And I didn't know what it was. And I thought it was like a, a some type of like contest or somewhere you like win money or something. So, I sh- I showed up very last minute and I did like a, a verse I had wrote. Um, and then I just kind of like turned on a beat and a freestyle and I just bounced. And then my mom just stayed the whole time. And so they're like. After everybody, it was all over. I, I was, I remember this very vividly. I, vividly, I was eating Taco Bell. <laughs> I, I, I literally just left right after, and I went to go eat Taco Bell with the homies. And then uh, after it was all done, they called my name out, and my mom was like, "They call your name. You come back." And I was like, "Oh shit, okay." Uh, after this taco, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was, eat, I was literally eating the taco. And chalupa, then, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was eating the chalupa. <laughs> Eric was there. I was yeah, there. Uh, yeah. Where are you? It's a big <laughs> moment for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, yeah, you're probably like the one who's working at Taco Bell. That's me. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. No, but yeah. So I went back, and they're like, yeah. So well, you know, they asked me some questions. Da da da. Like how you know how old are you? How how much do you weigh? How tall are you? You know, da da da. Like, and then I told him, and then I guess they wanted to cast me to be in this like boy band, boy group in uh in Korea. And then at that time, I didn't really know anything about Korea because I was born and raised in the states. Yeah. And so I was like. <laughs> okay, I I don't know if I want to do this. And at that time, kind of like you know, like like the business went out. So my my family was kind of having a hard time. And so I was kind of thinking, 
oh dang you know because when when the, when i met the dude just the two of us he kind of persuaded me he was like yo like this person at this company made you know at our company made however much like two million and this person sold this many records and made this much and so that kind of like yeah you know i kind of got in my head oh maybe i could you know do this and try to support my family that's and, big yeah yeah so i basically like kind of just dropped everything in uh in that i had going on and well not i didn't have that much going on anyways but in the states and then flew over there and started to do artist development and it was like a trainee whoa for, for three Did, and a half years wait yeah. so first of all shouts to your mom for staying yeah <laughs> no yeah for sure yeah yeah shouts to my mom if it wasn't for my mom yeah none of this would have i wouldn't be sitting here today she wouldn't so. know that yeah yeah, yeah yeah you wouldn't but, know the name was but called when i told her one day in the car that i didn't want to go to college she gave me a slap to the face <laughs> <laughs> but she wanted me to go to you know do yeah he has no future <laughs> he's not gonna go to no college not be this let try this out see where you stand yeah, yeah. and then here we are were you tatted up at the time or no no of course not no. okay yeah, so yeah, yeah. no tattoos no tattoos sitting no. here today you got yeah. tattoos on your arms yeah. on your on my chest, on, your like chest on the back of the my back of your head, head like ribs legs oh my yeah. god so buttocks so no, I'm, just playing, I'm just playing so yeah. you get the you get the call yeah you're going yeah and you fly over to korea I fly over to korea what's I drop that flight everything. like it's at that time it was very scary because i had never been alone you know i'd never been apart with my family or my friends or i'd never lived in a you know abroad or whatever before so it's just yeah. you going over there it's just me going over how there. did yeah, your yeah. parents feel about that so or were at, they like oh you want to know what we'll get you a good deal travel agents yep. yeah <laughs> my, my parents no no so at that time like you know we, like i said we we're kind of having a hard time my mom and dad were not like really together at that time mm -hmm. not, not really on speaking terms mm -hmm. um and i don't yeah yeah anyways and so yeah i mean it was just kind of like i just went over there and um yeah it was very kind of everything was unfamiliar for me like i couldn't really speak the language that well yeah mm -hmm. didn't really know how to eat the food like that didn't or know the, where you're going yeah didn't know the culture i didn't even know what i was getting into i didn't even know what an artist development was or what a trainee was or what a boy band typically was over yeah there, you know? and so i was in for a very big culture shock so you land i land and then like some people pick me up and i get sick right away instantly i get sick from nerves or from, i don't know i just oh. got sick i just like i literally like my your I mean, body couldn't take yeah, it my body couldn't yeah. take it and then i got sick for like two weeks or some shit like oh that. Wow. yeah that's terrible yeah i got like a flu or something right when i landed how did you you know acclimate yourself and like yeah, figure I mean, it out you know at first it was, did they give you someone to look after you yeah 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 of course like you know it's like it's, I, i'm in i'm basically in like the system they gave me like a dorm room where i just stayed with some other dude that wasn't from seoul mm -hmm. he was from korea but he wasn't from seoul yeah and then so they kind of like taught me the ropes like oh is this is what we do this is like singing lessons and this is dance lessons and this is whatever lessons and you know you need to approach everybody like this and speak speak to them this way when can i know. ask you a question yeah, yeah as somebody who did not fuck with school yeah you're now taking all these lessons yeah now and now in like a super like what is it uh in like the system yeah yeah, the yeah. system yeah yeah very yeah. regimented yeah very regimented very so how scheduled. did you take to that oh i hated it I hate it. I is it is it like strict in terms of like you get up at like six forty five? It's the army. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's kind of one of those things where like you, you know punch in at ten, leave at ten p.m. Mm. So stay there full like, day. Yeah, yeah, full day. And I was the one of the ones that would like kind of like have someone punch in my card for, <laughs> mm. for me, you know? <laughs> and just sleep like a couple extra hours. I'm like, oh. I'm one of those. Back dudes. to that one point whatever GPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But no, I'm like this. I'm like. You know, you can't you can't just work hard. You got to work smart. Yeah. If you're tired the whole day, you're not going to be able to use your time productively. Right. So yeah. 
you know, how can you how can you fail if you don't show up? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, so I'm just I'm just trying to make the most of my time. Like, I know my body. I know how I work. You know, I'm not I'm I'm not I'm not uh, uh, unfamiliar to hard work. Yeah, but you know, it's like you're an athlete essentially. Almost, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're basically kind of just like a, a a robot, like almost like do this, do that, do this, like uh, and you're like and you kind of and so I kind of that's when I kind of like lost my identity and like. I remember I used to listen to a lot of music. I used to, you know, love writing raps or whatever. And and then now in the states, yeah, in the states. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of like I would only listen to the song I'm practicing. I wouldn't listen yeah. to music. I wouldn't be curious about who's coming up with what or what. You know, I wouldn't be in that inspired anymore. And so yeah, it's kind of like you kind of lose your identity almost. So well, what was your relationship with the other dudes? Yeah, how many cool. were you guys? It was cool. Uh, the group was seven people. Uh, it was, the relation, relationship was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. So this, is, this is 2 p.m. This is that, 2 p.m., yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the name of the group. Yeah. There mm-hmm. was also 2 a.m. Yeah. And that's yeah. like a larger part of the group. So they, they were like... Oh, yeah, you did your research. I, I'm a big fan. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just like an OG. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Okay, OG K-pop fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were at all the concerts with like just <laughs> signs and shit. Like, that's right, yeah. Jay, I love you. <laughs> I mean, love is a strong word. But, like, <laughs> but, um, but so 2 a.m. was like the softer, more ballady type. Yeah. And then you guys were like a harder edged. You were like more like dance, like, yeah, pop. Mm-hmm. They were more like the, the vocal, like ballad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys were all part of a larger group called All Day. One Day. One Day. One Day. I, I, oh, you I think, were so close. I yeah. think it's called I don't One know. Day. Translation is hard. <laughs> yeah. And, and yes. And, but I don't know exactly what it was. Yeah. But, you know, supposedly. I don't know. So yeah. how often would you be in touch with your family? Uh, so I would get to go back to Seattle like once a year for two weeks. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like for the holidays or I, uh, just for like vacation, I guess. Yeah, almost. Uh, just, just to go see my family. Yeah, yeah. And Taco Bell. Yeah, all Taco that. Bell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. How quickly did you find yourself actually performing? Uh, so it took three and a half years for us to like come out with an album. Holy cow! Yeah. So so a lot of studio time, a lot of rehearsals. Uh, n- not really studio time. Uh, kind of like just a lot of rehearsal, like just a lot of practicing this and that, like. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Is and that frustrating? Like just practicing and practicing and practicing with no like real end. Yeah, no kind of like goal, like to what we're trying to achieve. Yeah, yeah. for sure. No, it definitely was. It, it kind of like it definitely kills your spirit mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, but but you know, I'm 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 like thinking like, damn, like I can't just give up and leave. Like yeah. that's like some sucker shit, you know? Right. Like if I if I came all the way out here to do it, like might as well do it to the best of my ability, and so that's to what whatever I did. end. Yeah, and, and that's what I did. I gave I really gave my all, even though it wasn't like. You know my passion or whatever the shit mm. I wanted to do. I really gave it like my my hundred percent. So three and a half years. It's really like going to college. Like it's yeah, a almost, a long yeah, period yeah, of yeah, time. For sure. So when your first album comes out, yeah, are you ready? Having put in all that work in three and a half years. Yeah, I mean, you know, everything was just kind of like new to me because you know, and then so I just kind of took it as it as it came. Like, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. So it's like I don't even have time to think for myself. You know, it's kind of like, okay, okay, okay. You okay, really so, were a robot. Yeah, yeah. just kind of like. Well, you're just, thinking for, you know, seven other people. Yeah, <laughs> and for this, you know, for this big company that's yeah. kind of like, you know. And, you know, that's. Some Shouts for, to DVLA, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big company. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, you know, it, for some people it works. For me, it's like, it wasn't really like my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just, I, you had to do what you had to do, you know. Yeah. So that means that you left. No, no, yeah, and then so, um, you know, just like I was a year into it, just some like, just kind of like controversial stuff popped off, and then I had to depart from the group, and then that's when I went back to, to Seattle and I started working at like a used tire shop. Whoa, a used tire shop. Yeah, started working at because you know it's kind of like I, I was there for four years, and then I I come back, 
and I have nothing like well I mean I of course I had like a, a career or whatever there for briefly yeah but like m you know money wise like I had nothing to show for it, and I didn't want to come back and kind of like just mooch off my parents you right know? so I, I started working at like a, a I got the quickest job I could find and one of my homies was working there so I just what so what talents do you think you had to convince them to hire you at a used tire uh, shop no just the fact that you know the homie was working there yeah. just like he just re kind of recommended another me. pair of hands yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and then so I just started you know working there and uh, so easy yeah were you a salesman were no, you no 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 we, we literally we uh, used tire we kind of like uh, if they buy it we kind of just uh, roll it over yeah, he rolled it over and we changed their tires for oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we changed their tires. So, for were you good at it? I was not. Oh. <laughs> I, to be, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Yeah. I, I like, Low GPA. Yeah, yeah. yeah low GPA. I, I kind of like uh, dented like the, the bottom of a couple people's cars. <laughs> Sorry to y'all. Yeah, they probably didn't see it, but you know. Yo, my favorite thing about all this is you were like, I'm going to be honest and I sort of wish that you weren't and you were just like, no, I'm fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I wish, I like, wish. I'm what the tire a king. Yeah, what a weird time to like lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you come back to Seattle, uh, did anyone understand like what it was like for you? No, of course not because you know, all the homies, they don't really, they don't really, and, and back in the day, in, the internet and stuff wasn't that convenient back, day, back, back then. So all the homies, they didn't, they couldn't really fully grasp like how, how big I was over there or what I went through. So they're just kind of like, oh, you got kicked out of Korea. <laughs> yeah, that's how like, like, yeah, you well, have terrible friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's it, it, that's what kept me grounded. That's what kind of humbled me yeah. and, is to, and kind of made me realize like, oh, it's, it's not the end of the world. There's mm -hmm. like, you know, I still I'm still breathing. I still have my health. I still have good people around me. Like you still yeah. have your tires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have tires. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, I got to keep a positive mindset and like, yo, OK, you know, just take it one day at a time. Um, just things. as a point of perspective, like yeah. um, in relation to how big your career is now over in Korea, yeah. how big were you over there then? It's different because back then it was like uh, uh, almost like, you know, like how BTS is here right now. It's mm -hmm. like one of those things, yeah. you know, as as we're right now. Uh, let, I've I've been I've been in the game for a long time, so now it's kind of like I have longevity. It's like mm -hmm. like I don't like let's say Chris Brown, like he's still in the game, he's still relevant. Yep. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where it's like I, I'm I'm established. Yeah. yeah. Then it's kind of like the the hype was crazy. You know, the, it was like a phenomenon. Yeah. 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 So how was it to go from being a phenomenon to a very quiet life in the Northwest? It was. Or it was, were people recognizing you at the tire shop? Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, some people like some news outlets and stuff even try to come by and really, stuff. really, and try to, yeah, just try to like see if like because you know it's, it's a it's a big thing. It was like I departed from the group, came back. Mm -hmm. So it's not every day that ha that it happens. So yeah. Uh, but to me, to be honest, it was very relieving, uh, just because it's like that wasn't something that I was my dream mm -hmm. and also it's kind of like all the restrictions all the kind of like uh, pressure of like I can't do this shouldn't do this should watch out for this should watch out to say shouldn't say that you know yeah it, like now that it's all gone it's kind of like it was kind of like a, a big weight has been lifted off my yeah. shoulders you know so actually wait what's the what, what is one of the restrictions like what's the the tiniest restriction that you would just be like oh like, my god let's like, say what like, is this? like you can't date or like you uh you know you can't you, you you basically have to have like a squeaky clean image you know mm -hmm. like you can't swear you can't come off as you know cocky or you can't come off as you know but like when in terms of like rap like rap shit or like hip hop it's like sometimes yeah. you gotta be kinda like flex sometimes or, or be you know like and you've gotta shit. date yeah. 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 Oh, you've gotta, yeah you've gotta date just as like a you know, normal human being you, yeah. know? you know so like just those type of things yeah so where is the music inside of you by the time you get back to Seattle uh, at that time, it's are you burned out? Yeah, I'm kind of. Uh, yeah, I was definitely. I was just like, I, you know. And then that's kind of when I slowly started 
finding my passion for music is like I, I started doing YouTube covers. So like in my bathroom, like the fans gifted me with like a little laptop, and so I at that time I really liked the the uh, Nothing on You by Bob uh, Bob and Bruno yeah. Mars, and so I did, yeah. did a YouTube cover of that. I did some stuff like Drake and Young Money, and just kind of like just real, just real, just kind of like cringy, like just <laughs> like you know me and like a just like plain white tee, like yeah. You said in the bathroom? Yeah, in the bathroom. Because the, the acoustics are nice in the bathroom. Nice. And the yeah, lighting yeah, is yeah, good yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like yeah, real yeah. cringy, like cringy stuff, you know? Uh, just because like a lot of the- Were you uh, living with your parents again? Yeah, yeah. Were they like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, they're just get like- Get out of the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, they're Some like- Some of us have to shower. Yeah, exactly. No. Uh, yeah, but you know, that, and that's when I started kind of like finding my passion for music. And then, you know, that the covers got a really good response. Like it got like two million views in like one day and stuff. Oh, and so- oh, yeah. A lot of- A light response. Yeah. A lot of people in the industry, they're like, oh, this kid's still has you know a lot of hype around him that start you know let's try to get let's try to sign him to our agency or let's try to book him for shows or let's try to you know uh let's try to you know uh cast him for this movie or whatever and then i was getting booked for shows but i was performing covers mm. and so that's when i was like oh shit i gotta <laughs> make music yeah you know, in Wait, order to perform so that. are these like is is most of your fan base at that point in the united states no, in korea okay in korea and 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 at that time it was mostly like a, a most like real k-pop like idol like boy band fan base Mm -hmm, at that mm -hmm. time uh and so i felt even that i felt like it wasn't i wasn't deserving of it because i didn't earn it it wasn't me it was like the the facade like yeah right yeah Yeah. the image and and branding of us it wasn't me yeah it's Mm -hmm. the exterior not the interior yeah yeah, exactly and so and so you know that's when i really started putting a lot of work in started like kind of like linked up with the cha-cha someone from my b-boy crew mm-hmm. uh cha-cha like just so happened he produced i was like yo let's should we just work on something together we did ever since then history it's like we have platinum singles over there now like we have multiple like just a bunch of shit now so how much were the the tattoos a reaction to the image that you had to keep in korea uh, for, uh, uh so so the tattoos it's like now that i'm kind of free to do what i want like i always thought of getting a tattoo like in high school and so uh, i met this rapper his name is doki and he had a lot of tats and he was like yo I know this tattoo artist and so he you know linked us up and that's when I started getting tattoos and every time I got a tattoo the fans would go nuts <laughs> they were like oh why would you do that to your body like I'm not I hate you I'm not gonna be your fan oh, no more negative Whoa. negative negative super negative yeah Holy because yeah. They, it was it was unheard of to get it like especially to be bo- from a boy band background and to get tattoos but you know for me it was kind of like you know of course it was a lot of stress and pressure and, and my even my parents would be like Oh, you know, why would you do that? You know, like, because yeah. you know, tattoos are very frowned upon in, in Korea. Sure, not, not they're anymore. also permanent. Yeah, not <laughs> yeah. Anymore. because you know they affiliated with the mafia. Oh, you know? is that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so okay. that's why they're kind of like looked upon, down upon, but not anymore. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like much more open yeah. back then. Yeah. When did you decide to get your head tattoo? Uh, so co- this is on the back of your head, by back the way. Back of my yeah. yeah, back of my scalp. Uh, a couple, <laughs> a couple years ago. A couple years and ago. did you know how it would uh, feel? I did not know how it felt. It felt horrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, all the tattoos I got really just kind of like nonchalant. Like, I would just like be on my phone while getting it. <laughs> this one, I, it, was, it was horrible. Did, what, yeah. did it take a, a long time? It took five hours. Five hours of horribleness. Yeah, five hours. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, I never regret getting a tattoo. This, this, when I started this, I was like, shit, <laughs> what have I gotten myself into? Yeah. yeah. And two and a half hours in, you're like, can we, can we stop? No, I couldn't <laughs> stop though, because you know, it's like. Yeah, you can't get half yeah, a tattoo on yeah, your head. That just looks like stupid, you know? That that looks even stupider than getting a tattoo on your head. Getting <laughs> half a tattoo on your head, you know? So So okay, so you and Cha Cha link up. Yeah. And do you immediately click? Yeah, for sure. We and immediately click, uh immediately start just kinda like working on music. And then, you know, at first of course, 
I'm not very seasoned, I'm not very experienced, so I wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. And I could speak Korean to the best of my ability, so people would give me a lot of flack for like, like why do you have like second grade grammar like in your lyrics? Really? You know? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, but just kind of like the, I guess like the hip hop and, you know, in hip hop you gotta kinda write your own shit, you gotta do your own shit. Yeah. And that, that type of hip hop in me was like, no, even though I got, I got, you know, I got to persevere. And so I just kind of kept at it, kept at it, kept at it. And then like, it took like seven years. Hey guys, just want to take one second to interrupt this podcast to remind you that our book, our line notebook called Rhyme Book, You a Slave to a Page in My Rhyme Book is available on Amazon, on Barnes and Noble, and on itsthereal.com. Search on Amazon for Rhyme Book, Eric Rosenthal, <laughs> and it'll come up. You know, I'm not mad that it doesn't come up if you say rhyme book Jeff Rosenthal. You're not mad. I'm slightly I'm not, mad. I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Well, search for rhyme book Eric Rosenthal. Hmm. Don't get yourself a rhyme dictionary. Get rhyme book. We have a lot of fun stuff in there, including the Missy Elliott word search, including a list of all of Jay-Z's songs that he has not written and the one that he has and a bunch of different playlists. Yes. So go check that out. It's on Amazon, it's on Barnes & Noble, it's on itstherial.com. Go there, get your Rough Riders t-shirt, and grab a rhyme book today. And now back to the podcast. So at the beginning, were you still working towards your fans over in Korea? Yeah, so I, yeah, I went back to Korea, and then I just started like, you know, I just kind of took, I, it wasn't like a, a planned thing where I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta come back and do it. Like, it just kind of, you know, kind of, I took it as it came. Like, I took it step by step. People were offering me this. You want to do this? Okay, yeah, let's do it. You want to do this? Okay, let's, you know, so. And did you have aspirations of making it in the United States? Not at that time, no. To be honest, I just wanted to kind of like. Look at the tire store. Got it. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, tire store in Korea. (laughs) No, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to just kind of like people to know the real me, not the me from the group, but like Mm. who I am as as a person as an artist you know my music just who i what i you're represent you're speaking like a second grader right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah just kind of like what i represent you know and so that's when i was like making my own songs and i really want people to hear my songs my music so was uh singing or rapping in english even a possibility over there no i i uh over there now nah. okay. i just i just did it for me mm-hmm. like i when i would do covers or rap rap covers or whatever i would just do it for me yeah, yeah and and for like the fans who enjoyed it and did it. you do any seattle performances back then no i did not did anybody really know like your full capabilities in the Northwest? No, not I didn't even know my full capabilities back then. I was just kind of like doing shit, you know, <laughs> like like I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea what I wanted to achieve, what I wanted to do, but I just kind of like did whatever felt right at yeah. the time, yeah. And how closely were you paying attention to music that was going on in Korea, like so that your sound could be At that at that time I was paying a, a lot of attention to it, uh just because, you know, I was I was there for like four or five years in it heavy, you mm-hmm, know, and so mm-hmm. I was kind of like definitely looking at everything that's going on, and that definitely influenced, you know, a lot like what I was doing. Yeah. But then I started, you know, kind of like started to get my own swag and on my own, like started getting back to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, started finding myself. So what's the first? Years. What's the first song that you do that really like feels good to you? Uh, it was it was called a it was called abandoned. That's like my, that was the title track off my first EP. Uh, sounds upbeat sounds fun <laughs> yeah it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no it was upbeat though which is a funny thing yeah it's called abandoned but yeah it's like a dance track mm-hmm. uh, and at that time like the, the the k-pop dance stuff was huge so i was like all right let's try to put some r&b swag onto this k-pop dance stuff and and you know the fans enjoyed it but 
mainstream wise it didn't receive very well mm-hmm. yeah did you know that that's sort of like the vibe that you wanted to continue with no not at all yeah. I, mean, I mean so at that time i'm just trying shit basically i'm just trying like this and that like so I'm, who's looking out for you by the way uh like, I, had, you- I had a, i had an agency that i signed with okay it's called situs mm-hmm. but creative control wise it was just all me because I, I, I never wanted to put myself in a situation where I'm like restricted to not be able to do shit. So. Yeah, because you'd already done that. Yeah, so yeah, I mean. So I, who would you play your songs for? You were like, you know what? I want to get their opinion on it. Uh, just me. It was just basically, it was just kind of like me and Cha Cha, maybe like Doki and the Quiet, the, the, uh, these, uh, the, the Illionaires are like this label, this hip hop crew out there that I'm very close with. And mm-hmm. so I would kind of play it for them. And they would give me like some feedback, like, yo, like this doesn't make sense mm-hmm. or, or change these lyrics. <laughs> yeah. How often would you make it back to Korea then to perform? No, I, and I, I moved back there. Oh, you did? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, full time. There. Yeah, full, full time. I moved back there just because, you know, it's kind of like it made sense, you know, because I'm getting a lot of stuff like pouring in. And then so, and, you know, all the fans are, are glad to have me back. People are glad to have me back. So I'm just like, oh, OK, cool. Like, here I am. And then I moved my family out out to, to Korea wow. in 2012. Wow, yeah. was Cha Cha also out there? No, Cha Cha was uh, in Seattle at that so time. So you would just email, yeah, we'd email back, back and, forth. and forth, yeah, yeah. And so it didn't matter to be in the studio or whatever. Nah, because I I had the studio out there, and I would just kind of like get beats from people and just kind of like write it, and then just it was just me and the engineer. And what is Korea like uh, on your own versus what it was like being in those three and a half years of just? Oh, that's it. Kind of opened my eyes to Korea. Like, you know, that's when I started to, like, start drinking and, and getting, like, you know, chilling with the homies and start just walking around and, like, going to clubs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of, like, opened my eyes to, like, a whole new world. That's awesome. A whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, yo, you should do a cover of that. That would go crazy. Fantastic point. <laughs> yo, by the way, you knew way more lyrics than I thought you would. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I fuck with Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> Aladdin was my shit, yeah. We don't know too many K-pop stars. Yeah. Um, we've met CL. Okay, yeah, for She's sure. She's super nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, very dope. And Talented. we also went to the club one time with Seven. Mm-hmm. Seven, okay, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Seven's very cool as well. Yeah. Um, these aren't our friends, but okay. we, do, we, we have met them. We yes. have met them, yes. <laughs> but like, did you, what is what is your community around you at that point, like in terms of the industry, in terms of not oh, in the industry? At that point? Yeah. So that at that point, I, I wasn't, you know, I only talked to like the alienists. That's when I started like gravitating towards people that had the same, same interests as me. So mm-hmm. I just had... I started get having like a, a a gang of like b boy friends, mm-hmm. uh, like street dancers, like poppers, uh, and then uh, just rappers, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a bunch of just like bad boys. <laughs> nah, not bad boys, <laughs> but more more like that that were more uh, affiliated with the culture that I'm into. Yeah, yeah. With hip hop, you know. Did you ever run into any of the former uh, boy band? Yeah, members? like on just, just. Did they did they keep up? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe. Um, you know, it's kind of like one of those things where, you know, you're you're forced. To be in a boy band together, so you're not like actual like, you know, we're 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 like we've been homies, like we came yeah, up together. Right, it's like right. no, it's yeah. like so a freshman year floor at college, like yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. your friends by convenience. So now that like we're going separate ways, we don't have that many ties or things in common. So mm-hmm. it's just natural that we kind of just drift apart and mm-hmm. kind of forget about each other. You know? And you yeah. wouldn't be necessarily booked on the same like stages. Nah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. At that time, maybe, but not now. Like now, nah, we're so, very, very, very different. Mm-hmm. Like I, just me, I'm just very, very different from what you would consider k-pop or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. did your parents have an understanding of who you were over there uh yeah of course and and you know my parents did not like did not like the decisions i was making and neither did my agency Mm. like working with cha-cha like who's this guy that no one knows you could be you know getting songs from these big producers why are you working with this dude 
uh, why? Are what you was your answer? I was just like, because it just fits me. It's like that's what I want to do. You Good know, for you. I, that, yeah. That, that that song doesn't. I don't feel. I don't feel like it represents me to the best of its ability. So. And they didn't understand it at first, you know. That's got to be the, real tough. Yeah, the fans didn't understand it. The, the uh, you know, my parents didn't understand it. The agency didn't understand it. And I, I guess, like, kind of everybody didn't understand it. But it's kind of like I just kept doing me. And eventually it led me People to came around. sitting here with you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, Mama, we made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mama, we made it. So what's the, what's the real, like, uh, piece of social media that was important for you, like, through those years? Like, did you... Put your music out through yeah. So YouTube what really helped me was I, f- I feel like YouTube really helped me. Like it it it, it showed people that it was ev- like because you know the numbers are right there. The proof the proof is in the pudding. So it's kind of like it kind of uh, verified that I was still relevant. That I mm-hmm. still had hype around me. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of where the industry kind of took me back in, sort of because I still had the numbers to show. And how often did you get hit up by like? potential collaborators or producers a lot a, yeah. a, a lot a lot you know the, at that time you know a lot of people were trying to kind of like just they were into the hype you know and try to maybe gain some benefit off the hype <laughs> uh but I, I didn't really know what i was doing i wasn't experienced in business in music in collaborating in networking and in, in actual conversations and how they would go mm-hmm. with these people so i was just like a little like a little naive like even though i was like 23 or 22 at that time i was just like a na- little naive like little hmm. ass kid um, so then, like, what's the next like level up for you at that point? So from from then on, I I really just started making music. I started learning the business. Like, okay, how, this is how much it takes to you know to make an album. This is distribution. Is this okay? We we get this much back. Okay, let's invest this much. So that's when I started learning the business and kind of like seeing how things worked over there. Kind of like really you know breaking stuff down and trying to understand it, mm-hmm. as well as leveling up. Uh, music wise kind of honing my skills yeah in terms of kind of like dancing and, and singing and creating music and so um has ted park heard your like full like life story before no he's not that's okay. i mean I, apparently it's not very entertaining no i guess yeah. not yeah. like he is just you like know. knocked the fuck dead out asleep. yeah, yeah. I, you, oh whoa <laughs> <laughs> So okay, so you're really finding out who you are. Yeah, as a, yeah, as an artist, as a person. Yep. Like, yeah. Are you interested in coming back to the United States? Are you? Is it? Is it on your like? Of, I mean, it, 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 to be honest, it, like at I, that I point, would always come back. Yeah, and, and I would always come back and 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 to and to just to see my homies and, and do stuff in Seattle. Right. But it wasn't my interest to like. Oh, I'm gonna break into the industry there, right. and and you know I'm gonna be the first Asian guy to you know sign a Rock Nation, right? yeah, you know, whatever. Right, right. That wasn't on my mind at right. the time. Not nah. well, but Rock Nation wasn't around. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. oh. It might have been. It was like 2011, 2010. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah 2010. So what's, what's the difference between like uh, a Korean national and a Korean American in terms of like their uh, perception over there, oh, okay. or, or or their interest in Korean music. Okay, so um, basically, if 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 you're you know if you're like a, a a Korean person, you understand the culture more. So when you write songs, they they can relate to you better. As where me, I can't really speak the language like that, and also it's kind of like the way I think and the way I express things are a little bit different and so they it's less relatable mm-hmm. so they don't they don't listen to the songs like that you know mm-hmm. and so I, that's that's another thing i started figuring out and also the more i, I live there the more i started writing songs the more i kind of got in with the people there the more i understood and the best, better my music became and that's when like people started kind of really you know listening they started listening to my music and started kind of uh 
recognizing me as an artist and as a, a, a musician as well. So when you were in Korea, did you miss American TV? I I, I definitely missed America. I definitely missed uh, I missed like The Simpsons, mm-hmm. Friends, like all the all like the like Fresh Prince and mm-hmm. like all the 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 sitcoms I I watched while I was growing up. But mm-hmm. I even heard that like yeah. American ads are like way way obviously way different than Korean ads. No, but sure, I heard that people course. like the American ads better. Yeah, be, just because, you know, it's, there's more of, like, an edge. Uh, over there, it's kind of very, let's say, polished. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's you can't really be edgy with it. Mm-hmm. You know, out here, you can you could still have a little... You could advertise something and still have a little edge to it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over there, they would never... They would probably never advertise something with, like, with sex or with, like, kind of, like, a... For example, for, yeah. with, with the kind of, like, sexual appeal or whatever mm-hmm. it may be, you know? Mm-hmm. When you uh, were starting to make your way back to America and yeah. American audiences, yeah. were there any people that you were really um, sort of comparing yourself to? Uh, in terms of, like, American artist-wise? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was definitely, like, yo, uh, you know, a lot of people started comparing me to Chris Brown mm-hmm. or to Justin Bieber or to Usher. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the way you move on stage. Yeah, yeah, to- yeah, just because we do, like, the R&B and dance mm-hmm. and at the same time and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, and so it's, like, me, I was just, like, really trying to prove that, you know, as myself as an artist and establish myself in Korea first. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, my goal. Like, I want these people to know who I am that I'm not just this guy from, you know, this group that I'm Jay Park. This, yeah. this is my music. This is what I do on stage. And this is what I can offer, you know. And how did you know that you were at that level in Korea? Uh, so basically, I, I started a label. It's called AOMG mm-hmm. in 2013. And at first, you know, again, everybody kind of doubted it. Like my parents were like, oh, it's too big of a risk. I don't think you should do it. You know, like even the people at my agency were like, uh, <laughs> you know, you should you shouldn't start start out with this big office space. Why don't you start <laughs> off with some more smaller? You know, right, right. And so I was like, no, 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 we just got to go for it. And then, yeah, I mean, basically, like it went really well. It went really well. How'd you know? Uh, just because it went really well. <laughs> <laughs> we started making a lot of money. That, yeah, that, that's yeah. a good indicator. And that wasn't that wasn't the purpose of, of making the label. I just wanted to have like a crew of like people that I artists that I bounce ideas off of that we kind of like build something up from the ground up you know mm-hmm. uh, and but you know it went it got went really really well like yeah. the first within the first year it went really well how relieved were you I wasn't I was never I never doubted myself I, that, and that's the thing I, I don't get relieved because I never doubted in the first place mm. you know uh, with with anything I did uh, mm-hmm. because it's kind of like the more when I moved to Korea, that was like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Just could, just to like give up everything and just to go there for something that wasn't really my passion. That was like yeah. the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. And after I overcame that, it's like everything kind of became like easy, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, okay, this is this is easy, you know? Like in, even if it goes wrong, it's not the end of the world. I didn't die, you know, no one around me died. So it's like, it's cool. Like if we move on, we move on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there anybody because you say like there are certain people who were doubting you know yeah. around you yeah and but, yeah but was there anybody who was also just like everything you said they were just like I'm, I'm with it yeah I mean you know uh, so my manager at that time and he's like one of the uh, co-CEOs now of AMG or whatever but he was like you know even though he kind of like was like uh, it's too risky like he still you know was riding with me and he made we, we made everything happen so but you never felt like a crazy person, even though everybody around nah, you was just like, no, nah. like that's not. So I, even to this day, I, I always experience it. Like, you know, with with uh, 
making AOMG, with making higher music, with signing to Rock Nation, with you know just me being Asian, me being Korean American, and you know not being able to speak Korean back then. Now like being a Korean dude coming over here and try to do it again, it's like I always face those type of things. So I'm like very used to it. So mm-hmm. I'm like it, it's fun to me. It's like you know it's like it's, it's not. It's not hardships like yeah. you know, there's yeah. there's harder things in life than that you know there's i look at it like you know I'm, I'm healthy i'm breathing everybody else around me is good like i'm blessed that's yeah. that's pretty amazing yeah have you been back to the tire shop i have not i have but i ask i ask uh uh you know i ask about the tire shops yeah. from time to time and also my homie that used to work there we, we're still homies that's dope as well so yeah so you think about the tire shop more than you think about your boy band <laughs> no no nah, not, not necessarily i mean i have two i have a lot going on right now like i have you know like i have two labels I, that i run I, I have my own career i have like i have uh korea the korean hip-hop scene kind of looking at me like oh shit like what is he gonna do with this i have <laughs> like all the asian americans looking at me i have like seattle looking at me i have like kind of like what is this asian guy gonna do at rock nation like oh you came out with soju what's that like oh, that shit is whack, or that shit is dope, or, you know, or whatever, you know, whatever it may be. So I'm like, I have a lot on my mind right now. Do you think about us more than you think about the tire shop than you think about the boy band? Thinking about you guys right now. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. And, yeah. and after this interview, I might, you know, be thinking about you guys. Pause. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah. So when you start making your inroads to the Rock Nation yeah. circles, yeah. right? Did you have any idea of how you wanted to play that yourself? No, I mean, to, to be honest, like, you know, I feel like I reached a plateau in Korea, like in at my career, career wise. And just kind of like I, I worked with everybody. I did everything I could possible. Like I had solo concerts. I, you know, did TV. I did magazines. I had hits. I, you know, made a lot of money. So I'm like, uh, man, I, maybe I should start doing English, English music, you know, because I speak better English than I do Korean. Right? Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Right. You so, speak at a third grade level. Yeah. Over here. yeah, yeah. I guess not a second grade level, <laughs> a third grade level. And so I started doing stuff in English and then, you know, it was really well received. Very, very well received. Like my, one of my highest listened songs or viewed uh, things on YouTube is an English song. Mm-hmm. And it had, we just put it, I just literally, I uploaded it on YouTube myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it has like 21 million views now. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh shit, you know, this is dope. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah this rock nation thing happened and i'm like okay like i'm you know i don't really know how the industry is over here mm-hmm. and i don't really know what they want from me oh, well, at first at first the good thing about the industry yeah. over here is you can trust anybody <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. just yeah <laughs> just uh bank account numbers all over everything no uh but yeah and then so i was like i was just kind of like feeling it out and i think it was it was a uh, mutual like we're just kind of trying to feel each other out you know seeing picking at each other's brains seeing because it's it's the first for them as well as well you know for me and for them and so uh and this is a partnership yeah it's a partnership and so it's kind of like you know found out what rock nation was about rock nation found out what jay park was about and now we're it's very easy to navigate and so i'm here mama we made it yeah yeah (laughs) um but when you when you first made that trip yeah like in 2016 when you were first doing that concert um were you looking for a new management? Nah, nah. I, 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 I had no idea that, to be honest, I'm gonna be completely honest. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I heard about Tidal, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and when Jason came, I was like, yeah, 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 you know, we, we, we you know, we wanna work with you. I thought, I, to be honest, I thought he was like some like 
con artist <laughs> like shady dude i was like what's going on here yeah, you know i've yeah. heard about title are you really from title <laughs> yeah, yeah you know i mean just because you know, i don't i sure. don't work here i don't really know yeah. yeah and so yeah i was like yo yeah talk to you know my people at omg <laughs> and then thank god you know i did that because you know here we are and shout out to jason jason's an incredible dude he's, yeah. he's a very very dope person did you have any like um wish list of people that you wanted to work with of of course like you know i want to work with everybody like you know and any but now i'm kind of like now that i've kind of experienced it i just want to work with anybody that wants to work right you know what i'm saying like i don't want to like chase people down or like that's a give thing you like a million dollars for fee or whatever yeah, yeah. Too. like yeah, yeah like i'm just like if you're down to work i'm down to work if you want some like let's make it easy you know right. I'll, get, I'll give you some money whatever right you know, just <clears> let's just both be on the same page let's yeah. work you know yeah. let's let's make it happen if not whatever like you know i'm <laughs> I'm good. I made a lot of money. I, I'm I'm sure I could do it without you. Right. But if yeah. we can make something dope together, let's do it. If not, whatever. Right. Yeah. Like I mean, like what's the point in like having to go through all these like hoops to just make something that you yeah. know? Yeah. And I, I'm not that's the, supposed I'm, to be fun. Yeah. I'm not the person. I'm not the type of person that I ever want to like get big off someone else's name. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I, I've I've always kind of had the model like do it yourself type of attitude, and that's what I've done thus far. So yeah. Yeah. What was it like meeting Casanova? Yo, Casanova is very dope. Like he's a he's a very genuine, solid person. Like I met him at the brunch, and he just has like this contagious smile, you know. And then you know, I, I don't I, I've I, I've heard of him and I've I know of him, but I don't really know him like that. Mm -hmm. And then you know, now that like we we're kind of we're kind of cool and yeah. like yeah, he's he's super dope. He's, he's like, the friendliest person ever. Yeah, he's yeah. very very dope. You know. Uh, his interviews are scary, but, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, shout out to Cass, and he just dropped a project. Yeah, yeah. commissary, commissary. commissary yeah. very dope project. So um, DVLA, yeah. DVLA, yeah. It, it was your show at SOBs, right? Yeah, that you brought both Casanova and Six Nine. Yeah. No, so the funny thing is that you know I I I, I think I, yeah, I invited I definitely invited Casanova. I was like, yo yeah 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 pull up, bro. But I didn't know he was gonna come up on stage. <laughs> I didn't know he was gonna perform. <laughs> And so he was like, all of a sudden, kind of like emceeing the thing. And I was like, yo, bro, yeah, do you, bro? He's having a good time. I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I just appreciate the fact that he came out to support and that he, totally. fucks, he fucks with me like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like a street dude. So I was like, but just the fact that he fucks with me is like, as an artist, as a person, I'm like, yo, I appreciate it, bro. There are levels, and that is the yeah. highest level. Yeah. Wait, were there two microphones on stage, or did he take your microphone? Uh, I th No, he, he had a microphone. He okay. had a microphone. <laughs> he had a microphone. prepared. And then all yeah. of a sudden, I just see, like, in the corner of my eye, I see this guy in the red hoodie and rainbow color. <laughs> I'm like, like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> this is so, this is like, because even this, even this uh, release party, it was super, like, last minute. Mm -hmm. We literally... We got it together two days beforehand, and we announced it day beforehand. Oh my god! Yeah, and so I, I had no idea who was pulling up, and so he like <laughs> all of a sudden I thought they were gonna fight or something. You know, I was like, Yeah, wait, aren't they beefing? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? What's so I kind of was like singing, but like had this like, Yeah, you can always do that. <laughs> so you know, it was like, but then it turned out they were cool, and then like. All of a sudden, it's like, I got that blinking. No, no. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And then I, was, I see Casanova turn it up. And so that's when I was like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, it was like the weirdest crap, like stage dive. He was like, da -da -da -da. and then he just like, no warning. He just dove into the stage <laughs> and like just fell on the ground. I, was like, I think he does a lot of things without warning. So yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. normal. Uh, have you seen any kids doing YouTube covers of your music? Of course, so many. That's uh, got to be flattering, yeah, right? Of course, of course. Whether it be you know dancing or whether it be singing or whether it be whatever, like I've seen people get the same tattoo, same hair color, same whatever. The same head tattoo. 
not head tattoo oh, yet, okay, okay. but like the, the line on my chest mm-hmm. or like these stars or whatever, like they, they, they get the same tattoo. Would you advise people that the head tattoo is like a step too far? I advise them <laughs> not to get the same tattoos as me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just because like it's, you know, you should get something. you. I I definitely appreciate the gesture. Yeah. But you should get something that's unique to you. you know? Yeah. Don't go to the book. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't just be like, yo, I want this Jay Park. Like, right. But what if know? they get all your tattoos to become you? Wow. That is i'm sort of into it that's like that's like kind of like cloning without the dna yeah yeah, right. yeah that's like it's like saddam hussein used to have like a bunch of people yeah yeah oh that would be if he did that and would come work for me that yeah. would make my job a lot easier yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all the other j parks around be like, the world you know, <laughs> yeah yeah exactly how are you in two different countries yeah i could be like yeah, i don't really want to go to this podcast just <laughs> <laughs> i'm just playing. yeah now i'm starting to wonder yeah <laughs> You're dropping this new project. We've yeah. seen the music videos. Yeah. Um, you are. Uh, we've heard a lot of the music already. Okay. Yeah. How excited are you to put this out? Uh, what are your expectations? I don't have any expectations to be honest. Okay. Uh, just because I don't. You know, it's, it it is what it is. Like I'm. I'm just satisfied. Like with the. You know, I'm happy with the project. I'm happy that you know people at Rock Nation and just kind of like certain people like are supporting me and they fuck with me. Uh, just that in general is like all the kind of adversity that I overcame to do it my way, it kind of paid off. Yeah. You know, like shit, like, you know, I got the ultimate cosign. You know, Jeff. Even, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jeff, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Huge. Huge. <laughs> huge. Huge. Exactly. No, but I think it I think it is something where um it's nice to take a step back and realize like well, like not everyone's getting a two chains verse. Yeah, for sure. Like not everyone is signing. Well, to Rock not Nation. everybody can afford a two chains verse. That's but. true too. No, but also like, <laughs> but, but, shit, but just yeah. to make that happen, it, it yeah. doesn't matter how you got it done. You got it done no, for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, there's uh, there's a lot of shit that I'm like focused on. Not going. everyone touches that SOB stage. You know for sure. And yeah. makes a moment. Yeah, for sure. You know, and and I I have a lot of music coming up. There's a lot of stuff we're doing like with AMG Higher Music. With a lot of stuff we're doing, I'm doing in Seattle with a lot of the Seattle artists. You know, mm-hmm. uh, do you guys know any Seattle artists? Uh, besides Ben Macklemore, <laughs> yeah, no, right? That's what I'm saying. Then we'll right. try. We'll try to change that. You know, yeah, yeah we'll try to change that. And Shout so, to Jake One though. Oh you know, yeah, Jake, Jake One, yeah, yeah, the producer, yeah, 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 for sure, yeah. Uh, and so yeah, and there's a lot of stuff I'm doing that I'm focused on. So you know, the the EP is definitely a good moment, mm-hmm. but. I'm I'm like ready to go. I'm yeah. like, I'm not getting any younger. Like I'm ready to go. Yeah. Well, listen. If it doesn't work out with this, there's yeah. always the tire shop. Right? Yeah, there's always or, the tire or, shop. Have me be the third person on your podcast. Yo, we uh, actually oh, should. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's do that. I'm a, I'm a good talker. You yeah. are a I conversationalist. Like, well, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. Between us, but yeah. ask your man Ted Park over there, and he's just like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Congratulations on everything thus far. Yeah. It really is an, a remarkable journey. Thank you. And, we're excited to see where this goes. Sure, bro. Yeah. So thanks for coming through. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste Time with It's The Real Jeff. If you want to find out more about us, I'm Eric, your Jeff. Together, we are It's The Real. If you want to find out more about this podcast, it's called A Waste of Time with It's The Real, and there are over 212 episodes to go back in the archives and check out. Go binge listen. Go dedicate a full week. Go drive across the United States and listen to every single episode. I highly recommend it. If people want to find out more about Two Jews and Two Black Dudes, review the movies, our podcast, with the Lot. Jeff, if people want to know anything that's going on with us, where can they go? If you want to know anything about us, just ask. <laughs> just ask. Um, if you want to know anything about us, go to itstherreal.com. I-T-S-T-H-E-R-E-A-L.com. One more time. I-T-S-T-H-E-R-E-A-L.com. One more time. I-T-S-T-H-E-R-E-A-L.com. That's good. Oh, thank God, yeah. I 
really thought I was going to fuck it up. <laughs> um, it's the real.com. No apostrophes, no spaces. Uh, everything that you want about us is on there, right? If you want to find our podcast, go to iTunes. Search for A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Or you can go to SoundCloud.com slash A Waste of Time. Or if you're looking for Two Jews and Two Black Jews, our movie review podcast with the locks, go to SoundCloud.com slash Two Jews, Two Black Dudes. Also, if you're looking for our music, it is on Spotify, it is on Apple Music, it is on Google Play, it is on Tidal, it is on any streaming service that you would want to find music on. Yes, yeah, search for our album, Teddy Bear Fresh. It has over 300 plays. <laughs> I think it has a lot more than that, but okay. It has over 301 plays. There you go. Uh, you can also find us on social media, Twitter at It's The Real, Facebook at It's The Real, but fuck Facebook, and Instagram at It's The Real. Yeah, guys, we so appreciate the fact that you will hit us up and let us know what our episodes mean to you, whether that's on social media, whether that's on email, whether you see us in the streets. Anytime you let us know that the episode has inspired you, it has gotten you through tough times, it has gotten you through a boring class or boring work or a boring commute or an exciting bathroom break, it, all of that, we are happy to hear that and really, really, really appreciate you guys letting us know because sometimes it feels like we're just talking into a microphone and it goes nowhere, which but, that's what it is, but the this fact, this is an actual waste of time, but the fact that you guys do let us know means a lot, so thank you for that and we want to show our appreciation by shouting you out today and every week Jeff who do you want to shout out on this episode right here I want to shout out a couple of bad bitches <laughs> I want to shout out Maria yeah our girl from Kansas Kansas City who had a tough few years but is bouncing back hell yeah race and go. with uh, strength shout out to Maria Maria shout out well she doesn't like that well shout out to Kool-Aid 44 Kool-Aid underscore 44 on Instagram who said because we put out this thing being like hey we want to bring two Jews and two black dudes around Cross the country the world yeah, yeah where where should we take it and kool-aid underscore 44 said i live in va and travel to new york every other week mm-hmm. this makes my trip so worthwhile i refuse to listen until i hit the highway you all are funny as hell Damn. which is very nice that is nice it doesn't answer the question though oh where to go yeah where should we take it where kool-aid underscore 44 did not answer that question let but us know she said some very nice things that is very good jeff i want to shout out our friend dj tony drake who wrote us the nicest email. He did. Two years ago, he wanted to get some advice from us. And, you know, we've lived lives. We've we've done things <laughs> in, in our our careers. And it was very flattering to, to have someone ask to, to pick our brain. We spent some time talking about the pitch process that goes into TV and, and expectations and practicing and... Um, and, and what you can do in the, the longer term, right? That it wasn't maybe just about one project, but and it wasn't about waiting for the bigger company or, or all these different things. At the time, I hoped that something would work out for him. I, I like when people take things into their own hands and show their full capabilities. And to receive a note from Tony Drake two years after that conversation, letting us know that not only did he receive what we had transmitted? Not only did he put the work on his own shoulders and move forward with uh, smarts and with diligence and with the best attitude, but he raised a ton of money 
to support his efforts and for this cartoon series that he was putting together on his own he finished a proof of concept that he is going to air in movie theaters in Washington DC and Burbank California on November 8th and 15th respectively and it's going to be released online on November 16th I can't tell you how proud I am of Tony Drake and how appreciative I am for him following up and sending us that note and he wants to give us credit for giving him a little kick in the butt to, to move in the right direction but I, like I said to him in, in my response email whatever small part we played it's all on him it's the fact that he wrote direct produced fundraised um just put good energy out there and good work down on the on the, on the computer and the paper and everything and and made it his own and he should feel super proud of that he should feel super excited about everything that he's done and even more excited about everything that's about to come his way shout out one time to our guy dj tony Drake. one time oh wait oh no one time is a. Uh... you know what all of that all of that to him and one more time, go get your It's The Real Rough Riders collaboration t-shirts available for a very limited time at itsthereal.com slash shop. Uh, this thing right here is for my people, people in the streets. Swiss Beats. And, and this, this thing right here get your ass in the They call me Drag up. As always, not for real, for real. Sure, sure. We'll see you guys next week. Brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr